Uh, the NFL playoffs will start. Let's change tack just a little bit because Super Wildcard Weekend has been done and dusted and there was some huge, huge results that probably seemed like massive surprises around six or seven weeks ago. ACN, NFL expert, a man who's played in the Super Bowl. He's a superstar. And and where are we going to start? I know we're going to get to Philly. We're going to get to Dallas. We're going to get to your Green Bay Packers. But our man, Benny Graham, is a Detroit Lion legend. I had the honor yesterday to spend the uh, the afternoon with him on the back of that game on the NFL Armchair Experts at Channel 7. And the excitement, Bryce, that was just pouring out of him was That's so fantastic. cool to see. Benny, welcome back, brother. Did you sleep last night or is the excitement level still through the roof around the Lions? Oh, no, it pumps, mate. When, when my former teams make the playoffs, I follow them all the way. And this year, it is the Detroit Lions. And it's been a long time coming for Lions fans, over 30 years since they won a playoff game. Nine straight playoff losses. Hosted a playoff game for those Detroit Lions fans have been long starved of any sort of success. And they just got the job done, too. A little controversy at the end there with a non-call. But... They've been a great team all year. They're well coached. They've got some superstars right across that roster. And, you know, it, I really do feel for the city of Detroit. They've got a connection with them playing there for two seasons. It's not a long time, but it's enough to understand how they're built and the success that they have really been starved of from a football perspective now. Do I expect them to win the Super Bowl? No, but let's just bask in the glory of winning a playoff game, snapping that nine-game losing playoff streak. And we'd live to fight another day. And as it turns out, we'll be hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> so uh, it's, um, it's, going to be, it's going to be rocking Ford Field in Detroit next Monday. It's been spoken a lot about BG, but we do have to touch on it because they played the Rams and they were involved in that trade a couple of years ago. Matthew Stafford ended up in Los Angeles, led them to a Super Bowl, so it clearly worked for the Rams. But this is, and it's rare in professional sports, where it's just a win-win situation. Goff gets the job done yesterday. They were able to use a raft of draft picks to continually build the team, to make them stronger, to play the Dan Campbell system. This is a trade that has absolutely worked for both the Rams and now the Lions and will continue to work in Detroit. I agree. And the timelines haven't been the same, really, because we all thought that the Rams were the winner. They got Matt Stafford. They won a Super Bowl and happy days. But what... Detroit has been able to do, and Dan Campbell's been the perfect man to be able to bring this team together, is fantastic. Winning a, winning the division for the first time in 30 years, I mean, that is a huge accomplishment. Now, they are in a tough division with the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings, who have been very good teams for a very long time. But this is, this is fantastic for Detroit. It, it really is. Um, so, yeah, will they win the Super Bowl? You know, I don't think so. But I think that they will win another playoff game and make it to the NFC Championship game. And, you know, anything can, anything can happen in playoffs. But certainly excited for all those Detroit Lions fans out there. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, are you surprised the Buccaneers have been able to turn things around so quickly with the, uh, the exit and retirement of Tom Brady? Well, have they turned things around? I still think that they're a... Uh, a good ordinary football team that has got lucky that they're playing in a poor division. I mean, good on Baker Mayfield. He's been a 
you know, given he was a first round draft pick, he's playing at his fourth team. He fourth team. He did have big shoes to fill. But what they've been able to do there is just keep it going and doing just enough to win enough games to win a division. Uh, and you know, again, not many people. And we look. We talked about yesterday, Cam, that the Eagles were heavy favourites. And given that they'd lost five of the six games coming in, this was going to be a challenge for the Eagles and the Buccaneers. I mean, they look good on both sides of the ball. So you have to give Baker Mayfield credit. Rashad White um, has had some ups and downs, but they ran the ball reasonably well. And Mike Evans really wasn't a huge part of this game. Tenth season in a row for over 1,000 yards. So I don't know if they're rebuilding. They're sort of in no man's land from a draft perspective. Uh, They will probably lose Mike Evans and Chris Godwin potentially at the end of the year. Completely different from a you know, a Texans or a, a Packers perspective where they're such young rosters. They're, they're sort of just in between. But you know what? They could strike while the iron top. They're still in the mix. But today's performance was a massive tick for that organisation. You touched on a little bit there with the Green Bay Packers about how young they are. They are a bunch of just fresh-faced kids. And with a with a new quarterback as well in Jordan Love, um, in maybe in the shadow he's he's done an apprenticeship under Aaron Rodgers and and followed and watched and still uses the same play calls as he sets up plays, um, but his season has been remarkable. And for a Packers fan, I thought, oh well, in no hope with how young they are, but they've really got some momentum going. Look. I'm not sure they're going to be able to really push the 49ers, but look, you never know. Um, what, what's what, what's caught your eye about the Packers' season? Well, I think this is the biggest story coming out of the Super Wildcard weekend. People will say it's the Cowboys, but it's the Packers, the way they won in Dallas. And when you talk about the different ways you can build a roster, the Packers have done it, and it's... Re- history repeating itself. Aaron Rodgers sitting behind Brett Favre for a number of years and then having a fantastic career. Jordan Love comes in, sits behind Aaron Rodgers, and early on in Jordan Love's starting career, he was two and five. They went on a four-game losing streak between week four and eight. So questions were, well, has this worked for the Packers this time around? Well, I'll tell you what, what he's done since week nine, and especially what he's done in the last three weeks, with this young roster. I love Matt LaFleur's going into Dallas saying the pressure is not on us, it's all on Dallas. I mean, seven of his receivers, tight ends and wide receivers against the Cowboys have been drafted within the last 18 months. Like, they are young. They have no fear. The biggest question mark over the Packers was their defense. But when you look at what they've been able to do over the last three weeks, they've kept the Vikings to 10 points, the Bears to nine points, and then, yes, some junk time TDs for the Cowboys. But the Cowboys, I mean, Dak Prescott thrown for 4,500 yards, led the league in touchdowns 36. So for that defense to step up when it really matters and complement what Jordan Love's been doing at quarterback in his first playoff game as a rookie, and it's the first seventh seed ever to win a playoff game in Dallas where they'd won 16 straight home games, it's a phenomenal story out of the Super Wild Card weekend, and I want to make it about the Packers. I know Cam will want to make it about the Cowboys, but it's a great story unfolding in Green Bay. 
Do you think uh, Mike McCarthy's going to hang on to his seat? Because uh, another big name, Bill Belichick, has uh, parted ways with the Patriots. Do you think he'll end up uh, in Dallas? Well, you know, I think that they should, after the three seasons he's had, 36 wins, most in the NFL across that three-year span, I think they should stick with him. You can't tell me that it's one coach that is the difference between a super regular season team to a playoff dud. I think they should keep him. But if they do want to move on, it's got to be an upgrade. And Bill Belichick is available and would be an upgrade. Now, Bill Belichick, it's reported he's been to Atlanta. He's talking with the Falcons. That doesn't say that he's going to coach the Falcons next year. That says to me that he's intent on coaching somewhere next year. So now all the teams with a coaching vacancy, doesn't matter if you're the Chargers or the Commanders or the the Panthers, he's in the mix now. Uh, And I think if he does have his choice and the Cowboys are available, I would say he would coach them. It would be a good spot for him. It would be a good spot for Dak Prescott. Um, But I do think that Mike McCarthy will hold on to his job. Ben Graham joins us, NFL expert right here at SCN and uh, co-host of the NFL Armchair Experts on Channel 7, Monday, 2pm next Monday, by the way, 7, mate. Hey, uh, <laughs> BG, I want to ask you about Kansas City because so much of their chat around this year, we, we hold we hold athletes, we hold teams to standards and they, they, they have set an unbelievable standard for themselves over the last five or six years. At different times over the course of the year, there's question marks, there are receivers, drop catches, all the rest of it, yet they still win the division get a home playoff game, and then deal with Miami. Watching what you did on Sunday with the way that Patrick Mahomes ran that team and well-coached by Andy Reid, do you think they've been able to flick the switch a little bit and do some damage going to Buffalo first? And if they get through that, maybe against the Ravens? Yeah. Well, you can't write off Patrick Mahomes Mm. and the Chiefs when they're in the playoffs. We know that there's been some cracks appearing throughout the season. They've had some good wins, but they've also had some poor losses, and we can blame the drop catches, the self-inflicted penalties. You've only got to think of, you know, the Kadarius Tony. Uh, we had the offside against the Bills, right? Um, which cost them that win with that special play at the end of that game. But you just knew that at some point they were going to get their act together. And believe it or not, we know they've got an improved defense from previous seasons, not wholly and solely relying on their offense, but their offensive line has been absolutely amazing this year, especially late and especially on the weekend to make sure that Patrick Mahomes has that time in the pocket to work through his progression and make sure he targets those wide receivers. And he did that nine different receivers, Rasheed Rice led the way 130 yards and a touchdown. But on top of the offensive line doing a good job protecting Mahomes, also they ran the ball well. Isaiah Pacheco is the hardest running running back in the NFL right now. He's fun to watch. They're a dangerous team in the playoffs. They're going to travel to Buffalo, who had a great win against the Steelers. And I know that the Bills fans, and I've already heard from a few Bills fans that they're getting nervous because it's the Chiefs that are coming. <laughs> and as good as the Bills have been, and as good as Josh Allen has been, and, I've, and he should be in the MVP conversation, Cam, but might be too late for that. But uh, they're nervous. Uh, they've got some injuries on defense that they're concerned about. But this, for mine, is, and probably for a lot of people, the pick of the games in the divisional mm. round that Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. 
Just before we let you go, BG, this Philadelphia situation is really interesting. A Super Bowl last year and oh so close to beating the Chiefs. 10-1, and one, not necessarily setting the world on fire, but doing enough to win games, which is what teams need to do at certain times when they haven't quite peaked, but then a horrible end to the year. There's an argument to suggest there last month they were the worst defensive team in the NFL. What do you make of this offseason for the Eagles? Yeah, well, we talked about the last offseason with the Eagles. What a great job Howie Roseman did reconstructing this Super Bowl roster to take that next step through the draft, through the trade. And goodness, from week 12 when they were 10-1, and it was like they are the best team in the NFL. Pencil them in. They will represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. But then they went and lost those five out of six games against Poor football teams. Three of them didn't make the playoffs. The Seattle Seals, the Giants, the Cardinals, they played the Giants twice. But defensively, they were absolutely putrid. They holes everywhere in the secondary. Yes, injuries are an excuse. But they had an issue with their defensive coordinator. There was no publicity about the changes they made. There must have been something going on internally. But the wheels have completely fallen off. And we said it about the Chiefs a few weeks ago that they're testing the trust and the patience you have in these good football teams. Well, I picked the Eagles because you just felt like a playoff game was what they needed to turn it around. But it's been it's been horrible. I mean, you, you know how vocal the Philadelphia Eagles fans mm. are. They will be shouting from the rooftop. Now, they may be calling for Nick Sirianni. They may be calling for changes. Uh, at the coordinator level, but there's no doubt that all the good work they did in the off season to get them to ten and one was undone in a hurry. So this is a this is an embarrassing end to the season for the Eagles. Uh, probably a little worse than the Dolphins. Um, we knew the Cowboys were in the mix for that division uh, with the Eagles late in the season. The Dolphins were three games clear with five games left uh, in the season to win that division, I, I, so they can. Play- I've got, to, I've got to wrap you up before we blew about the Dolphins, BG. Thank you, as always, NFL on SCN next Monday morning. This is Sports Day.